the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And Corner Office CEO. We are the Biz 1440. KYCR Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Former President Trump says if Democrats pursue criminal charges tied to documents seized from his Mar-a-Lago estate, they'll probably face some pushback from voters. I think they'd have big problems. Big problems. I just don't think they'd stand for it. They will not They will not sit still and stand for this ultimate of hoaxes. We went through phony impeachments. We went through phony Mueller reports that came out with no collusion. A candidate who's endorsed by the former president, former NFL star Herschel Walker, says his Christian faith played a role in his decision to run for the U.S. Senate. I've been redeemed. God has delivered me to understand what's happening and fight for my family. And Georgians and America, they're my family. I don't care about your color. I don't care where you're from, but if you're a United States citizen or a Georgia resident, I'm going to fight for you. The former NFL star was interviewed this week by the Salem Radio Network, and this is SRN News. Wally Langfellow and Eric Nelson from Minnesota Score Radio's 10,000 Takes, talking about Minnesota's 10,000 losing teams. Wild Wolves, Gophers, Twins, Vikings, you name it, we'll cover it. Will any team step up? and give Minnesota's long-suffering fans something to cheer about? If they do, we'll tell you about it on 10,000 Takes. 10,000 Takes, weeknights at 5, here on the Biz 1440, Twin Cities Business Radio. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years now. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Some fall reminders from AMI. Turn off your outdoor spigot to avoid frozen water lines. A furnace tune-up will ensure you stay cozy all winter. Get priority scheduling and save with AMI's Total Solutions membership as low as $9.99 a month. An electrical safety checkup will ensure all smoke and carbon monoxide detectors are working. Air Mechanical leads the metro area in HVAC, plumbing, and electrical. Go to thinkami.com. For the life of your home, visit thinkami.com. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. Is it his time? Yes! Where's your hat? 
turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show, your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Oh, God, that's all I need. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Let's go while we're young. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Welcome back, King Daniel Show, The Biz 1440. Good to be with you, uh, as always. Uh, the first hour, we're going to call perplexed or vexed. I th- or maybe I think maybe I think what we call it was for vexed or vexed or just perplexed. I am certainly perplexed. I think vexed is a... I'll put it this way, since... Um, since uh, Don's decided to break out, uh, break out a little physics to try to explain why we're in a recession, uh, I'm going to break out. I'm, I'm going to break out set theory uh, and just say there's a there's a set of things out there that perplex me. A subset of those vex me, and I don't think there's anything that would vex me that wouldn't also perplex me. Okay. You can hop into Twitter, pound KBRS. You can disagree with my definitions, but it's okay. Uh, it seems to be a, it seems to be a day or a week for that. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. If you want to, if you want to vocalize that, you certainly can. One of the other things we were talking the last hour, and if you go, if you dig into the Twitter feed enough, um, you can go back and read uh, a lot about. Let me let me scroll up here. Um, uh, about uh, this piece. So Frank Luntz runs these, the, a focus group. He's got seven people who identify as conservative, seven who identify as liberal or progressive, and then two people who identify as, as, as moderates. Um, and he's clearly stacked that group up to make it, make it so, right? Here's what he, here's what he says. Which is a more important indicator of whether or not we're in a recession? The affordability of day-to-day life or the employment-unemployment rates? Who says the unemployment rate is a better indicator? Three people raised their hands. Who says affordability is a better indicator? Nine people raised their hands. More of you said affordability than unemployment. Bob, why do you think inflation is a better measurement of recession? And, and Bob, who is a white conservative machinist from Texas, says, says you know, a couple of years ago you couldn't find a house. And they're not building as many houses. The real recession come when people can't afford to buy anymore. Um, and, and, and John, the lawyer uh, um, from South Carolina, also conservative, says, says, I think the inflationary pressures are the primary aspect of a recession. Now. I found those answers just as interesting because I, if there's a difference in how we pick up a recession, if you've decided higher inflation indicates we're in a recession, that is really, really interesting. Because what they're talking about is, what they're talking about, I think, to some extent, is affordability. Um, and so he asked, suppose you have an unexpected, says, let's say you have an unexpected expense of $400. Who would have trouble paying $400 for an emergency expense? And it turns out it's two of the progressives and two of the conservatives who both say 
Yeah, I would have a problem with that. Two of them, two of them are in their fifties, and one of them's in. The, it's not a young person problem. Um, the ages of these four people are thirty-one, forty-five, fifty-four, and fifty-five. That would say a four hundred dollar emergency expense. That'd be a problem for me. Okay, and 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 so the part about that that is interesting is that when we try to measure what what a recession looks like, we end up focused on typically on four items, right? We talk about your income, we talk about employment, we talk about sales, and we talk about production. And each of those has a measure that collectively we call the, the coincident indicators of the economy. There are leading indicators. I'm going to set those guys aside. I'm going to just talk about those that tell us broadly where the economy is right at this moment. And at this particular moment, of those four, the only one that seems to be declining of them is not industrial is manufacturing coming off a high industrial production coming down just a little bit let me go grab my 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 favorite my favorite screen um i'm gonna go hang on i've got to go find my dashboard i've got a i've got a dashboard screen and this dashboard screen keeps track of all four of those items and so if i look at Industrial. If I look at uh, employment, it's it's even, right? And it's got went up three hundred fifteen thousand jobs last month, so you can't use that one. If I look at industrial production, it's been flat, but it hasn't turned down yet. If I look at retail, if I look at advanced retail sales, you know, for for advanced real retail sales and food services sales. That's the only one that's slightly dipping of the four major indicators. So it's not personal income. It's not that's flat. If I take a look at, at, at retail, at, at if I look at em, em, employment, that's rising. If I look at industrial production, that's flat. The only one that's tipped over st- seems to be that number for advanced real retail and food sales services, and that's the affordability picture. People are choosing on this picture. Now, that I'm holding in context for why I tweeted to you during the break a slide that we had at our quarterly business review uh, review report review on Thursday. Okay, if you go to the top of, the, of what I've tweeted out using the hashtag #PoundKBRS, my Twitter feed at Banyan Show here on the Biz 1440, you can see. The different sets of CPI measures that I have listed there, and this is a this is a the graphic was drawn by the the, the Cleveland Federal Reserve, and what it shows is that while headline inflation, and did your newspaper do this? Did your newspaper report that inflation was down in August? Mine did. And I had just written about it in a story that went into their newspaper the previous the previous yeah, like forty eight hours before, and then they come out and they, they that headline and just like come on guys, core core CPI CPI less food and energy on a twelve month basis was five point nine percent in June five point nine percent revised in July 
6.3% in August, up. Median CPI, 6% in June, 6.3% in July, 6.7% in August, up. Trimmed mean CPI, I'll explain my terms in a moment. 6.9 6.9 in June, 7.0 in July, 7.2 in August. So of all the numbers that reported, only the headline number went down. You actually have to dig in under the you have to get under the hood of CPI to understand what it's doing. So let me let's get in under the hood, right? CPI is measuring the entirety of uh, of the goods and services that an average uh, average person buys. It builds a basket of goods and then from month to month asks, how much does that basket cost? And it has people that go out and spread around, spread around the nation, going into the same stores, looking for the same brand, same size, and trying to measure out what's that price right now. Okay, and there are interesting tricks they have to deal with in case they have to consider candy bar inflation, where if they were measuring the price of a of a chocolate bar, the chocolate bar might be might be one point eight ounces rather than two ounces of chocolate now, uh, and so the price isn't the same, but you're actually it's actually ten percent less candy bar than it was before. We so we we call that that frequently gets gets called. Uh, 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 candy bar inflation or something like that, um, something like that. They have to correct for those types of things. What happens to changes in quality of the product? And these are very hard adjustments. There's a lot of debate about how to measure CPI. But the story goes, right, at the end, what you have is not a single price, but you've got all these different prices for this basket of goods. Everything from the cost, your rent, to the cost of that that twins ticket you bought to go see the ball game, as you watch the, I'm sorry, Dan, as you watch the twins kind of look like they're going to sink out of the playoffs. Um, I thought we could avoid make... talking about that. Thanks for bringing that up. Well, that's what I'm here for, man. <laughs> hey, I'm a Red Sox fan. We're going to be in last place in our in our division. Okay. It's I don't I I can I can take getting beat by the Yankees or even by the Rays, but getting beat by the Orioles? Ugh. Yeah, we're gonna have to grieve Ugh. together. It sounds like that is rough. Yeah, uh, that's rough. You don't supposed to get beat by the Orioles. Um, anyway, uh, the the point I'm trying to make is these the of this group the. We know that food and gas prices are very volatile, so core CPI takes that. We've talked about those. Median CPI says if I take all of those different price changes and I rank them for the lowest to the highest, what's the one right smack in the middle? And that's the median, and that went from 6.3 to 6.7. It means half the goods and services by weighted, weighted goods and services in the consumer price index went up by more than 6.5%, 6.7% in the last year. The trim mean just says, I'm going to take out the bottom 8% and the top 8%. I'm going to kick out the outliers, and I'm just going to look at the at the 84% that are in the middle, and I'm going to take the average of all that and tell you what that number is. 
and that's the 7.2%. Okay? So pretty much any way you slice it except for one, that inflation number was worse than thought. And that's why the markets kind of just went, oh. It was so fascinating. The market was so fascinating. We have to talk about that for a minute. We'll do it after these messages here on the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across Education is absolutely the most critical decision you can make for your children. To get half off, it's a no-brainer. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, his better half, and we're from Oakdale. We wanted a strong Christian school with conservative values. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. I asked the station several times to make sure that I understood that there weren't strings attached, and, and there were no strings attached. The impact on our kids has been amazing. Their critical thinking is stronger and they're better equipped for life. Yeah, the power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions and it just makes them better adults. Send your child to a private school for half the cost for their first year. No strings attached. For details and participating schools, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com Get that Rack Shack Attack, Rack Shack Barbecue. To do you right, we take time for a barbecue flavor that will blow your mind. Get that Rack Shack Attack, oh, Rack Shack Barbecue. Make fresh daily cater to you. Homemade sauces, secret rubs too. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Rack Shack Attack, Rack Shack Barbecue, oh. Listen to The King Banyan Show Saturday mornings at 9 here on The Biz 1440. It's the latest economic news, trade information, your monthly jobs report, and much more. Join us this Saturday morning live on The Biz 1440.
Welcome back, King Banyan Show. The Biz 1440. Very nice to be with you today. So, CPI, right? Up one-tenth of a percent month over month in August. It was expected to be down one-tenth of a percent. Core rate was supposed to be up three-tenths of a percent. Instead, it's up six-tenths of a percent. And that's probably why the the market on Tuesday ended into free fall. I mean, it was really, really, really interesting. Because, for one thing, the the uh, the Biden administration had decided they were going to make that day the day in which they, I thought they had signed it, but they were doing some ceremony or some event about the Inflation Reduction Act, the, the, the ill-named Inflation Reduction Act, which turned out not to reduce inflation, at least as far as August was concerned. Uh, yeah, you ain't got it beat yet. Um, so, I mean, energy prices were down. Uh, 5%, but food prices were up 8 tenths percent. But it's very interesting because they're holding this event. And in pre-market trading on Tuesday morning, after a pretty good Monday on the market, the market was indicating to go up to go up 2 to 300 points on the open. And uh, David Bonson was making this point, said, it's remarkable that you went from a plus two hundred, uh, plus three hundred on the Dow, to a minus one thousand in the course of a day. That's a huge drop. It's a huge drop on a single day. Bonson contends that it was the fact that because you were holding this event on the day this news was coming out that there may have been traders who looked at that and said, yo, they must know something. They must know that that number's going to come in better than expected. And that's going to actually be great for the market. And so I'm going to invest now and take the ride up. And then so they got caught. They got caught holding onto the market with, you know, when bad news struck. Um, indeed. Shall we crack it open now? Yeah, I think so. I think we may as, I think we may as well do this. Um, we we affectionately refer to her as KJP, Karine Jean Pierre. She is the press secretary uh, for uh, for uh, uh, President Biden, and uh, you know who's serving out her time till she too can get a job on MSNBC, um, and she she comes out. And answers is is asked about the Inflation Reduction Act, and it's and asked how's it supposed to reduce inflation. I have no words <laughs> to describe this answer. You just have to hear it. Cut number two. What exactly would the Inflation Reduction Act do to reduce inflation in the short term? So I, I, when you look at um, the lowering costs in particular uh, for, uh, for Americans, I think that's important when you think about how inflation uh, has, uh, has increased uh, costs uh, for American, Americans. What is that? What on earth is that? <laughs> I have, again, I do not know what that means. Do you? Do you? 
let's let's play it again and we'll do it somewhat slowly uh so be paused over the be be hang hang on to the the, the pause button because we need we need probably to just pierce the darkness a little bit in this answer play it again cut number two what exactly would the Inflation Reduction Act do to reduce inflation in the short term? So I, I, when you look at um, the lowering costs in particular. Uh, Stop. So she had an answer there that she started. And she was trying to talk about the lowering cost of what? The Inflation Reduction Act basically says we're going to reduce inflation by demanding that prices don't rise. It's the same nonsense that that Prime Minister Liz Truss in in the UK is doing to the energy market. Right? She's she's starting down that road. And it's like, okay, because that is, in fact, what it does. But then she kind of doesn't go there. Continue. For, uh, for Americans, I think that's important when you think about how inflation uh, has uh, has increased uh, costs uh, for American Americans. Yeah, there's nothing there. There is nothing there. Meanwhile, the Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen was also out. I mean, let me let me go make sure I got got this piece right. And this. This was on, uh, you know, you know you got you you know you've got some real trouble when you're having to send, not Janet Yellen, not just onto the financial stations, but she's actually showing up on CBS Morning News. Okay, here's her talking about inflation on CBS Morning News. This would have this was uh, uh, on, I believe, on Wednesday. Uh, cut number one. It is top priority to bring it down. The Federal Reserve bears a key responsibility for addressing the inflation situation. I'm not going to comment on how they should do that, but um, I think it's clear they're very committed to making progress, and we hope to see substantial improvement over the coming year. Did you hear the Inflation Reduction Act anywhere in that? Okay, we're going to give her a chance. We're going to try it again. Madam Secretary, is the Inflation Reduction Act any part of your answer? Try that again. Cut number one. It is top priority to bring it down. The Federal Reserve bears a key responsibility for addressing the inflation situation. I'm not going to comment on how they should do that, but um, I think it's clear they're very committed to making progress, and we hope to see substantial improvement over the coming year. So it should be obvious to you now that at least in the mind, whenever inflation has a bad number, that Janet Yellen is playing what I think of as one of the oldest games in in all of politics, and particularly from a White House. Every but it also happens from Congress. Everyone's pointing fingers at the Fed. Everyone's saying, "Well, the Fed's got to deal with this. They have primary responsibility." And at the same time, we have we have uh, Ms. Jean Pierre, who starts to talk about the who gets asked a question about the Inflation Reduction Act and what it's supposed to do to reduce inflation in the short term. And they ha- she actually she has an answer. 
Yeah, I, I think it's a bad answer, but she had an answer available to her. And it and and yet it seems like nobody really wants to talk about what this answer is. Not Janet Yellen, not 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 uh, Corinne Jean Pierre. Um, let's try Jean Pierre one more time. Cut number two. What exactly would the Inflation Reduction Act do to reduce inflation in the short term? So, I, I when you look at um, the lowering costs in particular uh, for uh, for Americans, I think that's important when you think about how inflation uh, has uh, has increased uh, costs uh, for American Americans. Right, but it doesn't address the cost of groceries. Their answer to their answer to um, their answer to the energy price is to sell out of the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, which they're about to run out of the ability to do because they've they've sold out. It would appear near near half of it. They can't really do much more with that, and neither of those things are from the IRA. Okay, they're going to reduce the cost of you of you buying a uh, a. a an electric vehicle, but only if it's made in America and dang with American parts, dang near none of them are. Um, and they're going to do something about prescription drugs. Okay, honestly, even even uh, Prime Minister Truss has a better answer on this. Although I think she's going to end up bankrupting the UK if uh, if things don't go very well on the energy front uh, next year and this winter into into twenty three. But at least she would have had a better answer than that. Um, I'm sorry. That it's just it, it it is it is madness to me that they're all looking at the Fed, and whenever the Fed gets out and says we're going to we're going to now go up, because that's what the market was reacting to. The market reacted to the inflation report by saying, by basically saying, "Oh gosh." There's no chance that the interest rate increase will be less than 75 basis points. Indeed, the betting flipped over to start betting on whether or not it might get to, might they might even do 100 basis points. And the, and, and so, so began in the last, I would say, 72 hours, the rending of garments among the financial press. Okay? Do not throw us into this briar patch don't do it, Jay Powell. And yet his Treasury Secretary is basically telling him it's your job to do it. Play it one more time. Cut number one. It is top priority to bring it down. The Federal Reserve bears a key responsibility for addressing the inflation situation. I'm not going to comment on how they should do that, but um, I think it's clear they're very committed to making progress, and we hope to see substantial improvement over the coming year. Janet Yellen is that doggone server at your restaurant who responds to you when you just want a refill of your water glass to tell you, I'll find your server. Okay? That's what that was. That was a buck being passed. And now he's got the buck, and he's got to do what he's got to do. And I'm going to read you next this piece that's in, the, that's in Bloomberg uh, this week, almost on the very same day, Treasury Secretary Yellen saying this, them saying, don't do it, Jay. Don't raise that rate. It's going to be horrible for the rest of the world. It's so terrible. 
We'll hear about that right after this King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Diabetes. High blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-333-1750. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-333-1750. 800-333-1750. When should you start collecting your Social Security? How you answer this question will be the difference in the success or failure of your retirement. Tune in to Money Matters with Alan Mike this week. They'll be sharing Social Security tips from the basics of the program to strategies to maximize your payments. Alan Mike will help you sort out this important but often misunderstood part of your retirement income plan. Listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 2 p.m. Sunday on The Biz 1440, or call them at 855 231 6010. Education is absolutely the most critical decision you can make for your children to get half off it's a no-brainer hi i'm jeff hi i'm trish his better half and we're from oakdale we wanted a strong christian school with conservative values the half off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family i asked the station several times to make sure that i understood that there weren't strings attached and, and there were no strings attached the impact on our kids has been amazing their critical thinking is stronger, and they're better equipped for life. Yeah, the power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Send your child to a private school for half the cost for their first year. No strings attached. For details and participating schools, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Minnesota. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. I spend a little bit of time every hour I do this show thinking about what's the title that's going to be on the podcast. I try to keep them fairly short, but this one might not be as short uh, because this this really becomes sort of like 
Don't throw us in that briar patch, Br'er Powell. Um, or Br'er, it should be Br'er J. I think Br'er J. Maybe we'll go that way. And, yeah, it's not too long, I don't think, Daniel. I think we'll go that way. Um, I'll, 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 I'll sing you the title in a bit. But the, this was like one of those quintessential moments this week. So you get this absolutely nasty CPI report. Okay, could not be worse news for anyone that was thinking the Fed was going to back off and not raise 75 basis points. Okay, the probability the probability on 75 went to one, or the only reason it wasn't one was because some people wanted to bet on them actually going out to 100, which is not going to happen. Okay, I don't see anything that could happen between now and Wednesday that would make that happen. Okay, doesn't mean it doesn't mean it won't. I I'm just saying I don't. I'm saying I don't see it. I don't see I don't see the case for 100. It would go against just about everything the Fed believes for them to do a jump change that they didn't prepare the market for. They laid the ground for 75. They tried as hard as they could to talk people into it. The market somehow did not want to listen to them and kept saying saying 50. So they were like in the stages of grief. They were still stuck in denial, okay, all the way till about 7.30 Central Time Tuesday morning. And now they're going through anger and on their way to bargaining, okay? You've just heard, and I, you know, I, I appreciate NARD fans saying I was being brutal on the Biden administration. It was brutal. It was terrible messaging. We had a celebration on the lawn to celebrate the Inflation Reduction Act. Then we get a crappy CPI report, and we send out the press secretary who can't even answer a simple question of, well, how does this Inflation Reduction Act you know, help reduce inflation in the short run. Even when she had an answer, guess, again, I don't think it's the right answer, but at least she had an answer. There was an answer available to her. And she simply whiffed it. She, she, she I mean, I mean, that's an own goal. There's no other way to describe that. And then, and then the, the, the treasury secretary, uh, let them eat yelling. Um, uh, decides to come out and say, you know, I'm sorry, this is the Fed's job. And on the very same day, we get this piece. This is Marcus Ashworth, who is an opinion col- columnist covering European markets, who used to work in London, in the city of London, uh, for for a company called Haitong Securities, um, who writes... Who writes um, the uh, writes first of all writes that says, "Ouch! If Americans expected inflation to peak in the summer, the U.S. consumer price and inflation report for August has dashed those hopes. But it's going to be a double ouch for almost everyone who does not reside in the world's biggest economy. That's because the U.S. Federal Reserve and its chair Jerome Powell now feel justified in taking even bigger steps with interest rates to tamp down inflation. Indeed, and I, I'm sure he wrote this." He wrote this Wednesday night. I, I can't imagine he hadn't heard Janet Yellen's um, uh, uh, statement. Unfortunately, the cure may be worse than the ailment. If the Fed does raise rates with a vengeance, the effects will be felt outside of its natural national purview. Parts of the global economy will break. 
the worldwide downturn will in turn blow back onto U.S. growth, we will then be headlong into the realm of unintended consequences. <gasps> okay. Let's settle down, everyone. Okay, this is simply, simply, no, we cannot, you can't make us do this. It's terrible, it's awful. And, and yeah, okay, I... I can I concede I contend that you you could I contend that that the Fed can raise rates a little while longer without sending the economy into a full fledged recession. So this is the difference between between everyone talking themselves into sort of like part of the denial piece and part of the bargaining piece was we are going to have. We're going to have a soft landing. The Fed's not going to raise too, too much. And we're good. there are conditions for a soft landing. Things will be okay. Okay. And now you can see the building of anger that the Fed's going to actually raise rates so much that the rest of the world is going to be in recession. Hey, folks, that recession was coming whether or not the Fed made money cheap Okay, the energy crisis in Europe is going to do Europe is going to cause it, most of the European economy to go into recession. No matter what gets done by Liz Truss, no matter what gets done by by uh, Chancellor Schultz in Germany or 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 President Macron in France, it doesn't matter. All of that is going to be an un, is it's going to be a disaster there. China's gonna China's breaking, but China's breaking for very different reasons. Indeed, for them, a high dollar is probably the high dollar, which is being driven by U.S. interest rate policy. The U.S. is out ahead of every other economy in terms of raising its rates. Right? It's ahead of Europe. It's ahead of China. It's ahead, way ahead of Japan. Okay. And it's going to suck a lot of dollars into the U.S. market, and it's going to depreciate currencies around the world, and going to make it's going to make matters in for for Germany and for China. You know, it makes matters for Germany worse. For China, that's not that bad a thing. A cheaper yuan is actually going to be good for them in terms of re-stimulating their export markets. If they can just get themselves past their flexible zero COVID policy and find a way to talk themselves into living with something that everybody else is living with, um, they probably will be okay. But it's going to take a while. And it doesn't seem like they've learned the lesson very soon, and they certainly won't learn the lesson until November at the earliest. So China's, China's recession is going to be there. They won't admit it. But it will be there, evident to everybody who doesn't have to answer to the CCP. Germany, you know, Europe will be there. And will the U.S. end back up in a recession? Sure. So take a look at the rest of the data from the week, and you can see the same. You can see that things are slowing and getting to the point where you're getting closer to a recession, even though I say not quite yet, but we're getting closer. Core retail sales, unchanged month over month, 
Okay, they were expected to be up five tenths of a percent. And remember, those core retail sales are nominal. On a real basis, those numbers are probably down. We're waiting to, we're waiting for them to figure the the real number out. I don't have that quite yet. July was revised down by four tenths to a 0.5 gain, but June was revised up. So yeah, the revisions didn't really do anything. But the retail sales data is a problem for for the economy right now. Um, if I if I go look at let me let me grab let me grab uh, grab that number there right now. So real the real sales estimate right now is pretty much on a zero, okay, uh, and 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 mostly caused by by increases to cars, motor vehicles, and parts. Building materials are still rising at a, at a substantial rate, not adjusted for inflation. On real terms, it actually looks like those building material numbers were, were real. Restaurants, who knows if that's real or not. We're still trying to figure out all of what's in there. Uh, so retail sales are probably flat. But that affordability piece could mean that's the number that I'm watching month to month. This one was a little weaker than was expected, and, and, and so it might be happening here. But what's fascinating is person after person is now coming to the news and saying, in essence, folks like this piece by this fellow, what is his name again? Marcus Ashworth. Honestly, I'd never heard of him until I read this piece. Um but he's talking about the fact that the yield curve is inverted, and 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 the rest of the the rest of the world follows our two per, our two year treasury, and our two year treasury is nineteen times the value it was before. Guess what? The two year treasury is at three point eight percent. Do you think inflation over the next two years will average above or below three point eight percent? I think it's above. I think that real two-year rate is still negative. And that makes me think it actually is going to go higher. And so along with that then, of course, the dollar has appreciated by more than 20% since January of 21. Okay? And um, and 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 Japan, the yen's up 25% year over year. So is up to, is excuse me weakened 25 percent the dollar versus the yen uh has been fine so they need and, and japan has issues but their issues are based on energy so you're getting person after person begging the the fed not to do what janet yellen tells them to do but instead be soft on inflation because be soft on the interest rate because they need to find some way to smooth out energy price increases. Monetary policy doesn't do that, Mr. Ashworth. That that just has to stay the way it is right now. And that means I do think there's a recession coming. I just don't think we've quite hit that tipping point yet. But I do think it's coming around the corner pretty darn soon. I'm feeling like it's there. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. This is the day of the expanding man. That shape is...
is 1440 KYCR Golden Valley. Summertime. Now that I've got your attention, let me tell you all about us. Whoa, tough crowd. Anybody out there? Hello? Fighting to be heard in today's competitive digital world? Anyone? Too often, digital campaigns fail because it's being handled by someone inexperienced. It's time for Salem Surround because our specialists break through all the clutter and put your message and your business front and center. Our team is the best of the best with years of experience and superior ideas and innovations. Salem Surround is obsessed with your success. No cookie cutter treatments here. Everything is tailored to you, your company, and your message. With Salem Surround, you get it all. From up-to-the-minute analytic reports and insight to managing every aspect of your digital and marketing needs. So let's turn up the volume on your business. Get started with Salem Surround today. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand. For each other, for our nation, for us all, the few, the proud, the Marines. The power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish. And we're from Oakdale. Jeff and Trish use the half-off tuition program for both of their sons' Christian education. That's half price for the first year of tuition at participating Twin Cities schools. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. Details at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Looking for an affordable, thoroughly biblical Christian school for your K-8 through grader? Check out Foundations Christian Academy in Ham Lake, the newest member of our half-off tuition program. Find all the details at learnatfoundations.org. That's learnatfoundations.org. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Thank you for being with us today. Where we were light on audio clips, but long, we hope, on some some uh, analysis here uh, on the show. So our first show, uh, the first hour, about the, the, the differences in how people think about the economy, whether there's a recession or not, is I've watched the uh, responses to my little my mini poll of my listeners uh, coming in, okay, whether or not you think we're in a recession already. Um, as I expected, I think more of you think we are than we aren't. And, I, my, it, and my answer has been not yet, but soon, soon enough. Don't be in a hurry. 
still be here. Uh, no one should wish it to get here sooner, I don't think. But it's interesting that how people are trying to think about whether or not there's a recession is 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 just very, very different than anything I've experienced before. So in this hour, um, people afraid of a recession, afraid of a, uh, of a deflating uh, stock market, uh, are begging. Basically, they're now in they're now in the the bargaining stage of the uh, of the stages of grief over what's been broken in this economy with with what I think is just way too much uh, demand stimulus in 20, 2020, and particularly in 2021 when it was not necessary anymore to do so. Um, I don't believe... I. They're trying to bargain their way out of this somehow. We could do this, we could do that. We'll pass this Inflation Reduction Act. Uh, we'll... We'll control the price of we'll we'll control the price of energy, says uh, a Tory prime minister. I remind people, a Tory prime minister is proposing price caps. Um, interesting, uh, and you know, but you look up and down the aisle. Industrial production actually had an okay quarter, not great. Okay month in August, not great. Retail sales had an okay, not great. And here we go, because this week, of course, will be the week in which the uh, in which the Federal Reserve will meet in Wednesday, when I will in fact be on my first day of vacation. I'm gone. I'm gone for the most of next week. Uh, so next week's show will actually be a best of. I won't be commenting. I won't be commenting at all on the FOMC uh, meeting and the results until two Saturdays from now. Uh, trust me, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I'm going to have a lot to say. But uh, I, I'm I'm going to go hide for I'm going to go hide for a while. Um, just been a very busy time at the university, and I could use a little time off. Uh, and so this is a long planned trip, and we're going to take it. But watch the rhetoric that comes out. There's a lot of belief that after this particular increase, which will take the Fed funds rate, which is still over two percent, which is still only at two and a quarter percent, will take it to three plus. Watch for the rhetoric that comes in terms of whether or not he's going to signal what happens on two fronts. One of them, will he will he continue to say that outsized increases like the last three are still possibilities for the Fed going forward? After this report, if he's if he's thinking the way I'm thinking, he can't take that off the table. He in his heart of hearts, he probably doesn't want to do that, but he's not going to take that off the table. That's one thing. The second thing is we need a discussion about what's going on with with quantitative tightening. Okay, the number of bills being redeemed, uh, Treasury securities being redeemed and not replaced. Okay, reaching maturity, being cashed in, and then not being replaced by buying new ones is going on pace but the but the other piece of that that's supposed to start in September they're supposed to be doubling the pace of the decline is supposed to be in mortgage backed securities and the feds beginning to run into a problem because those are not declining there are technical reasons why they might not do that because they don't really want to actively sell mortgage backed securities they would really rather not do that Okay, because right now you've got mortgage rates going up over 
and nobody really wants them to go any higher. But if it comes out the Fed's selling selling off mortgage-backed securities, they're selling their Fannies and their Freddies. If they go ahead and sell those, that rate might even tip up towards seven percent, and the housing market will 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 have a gasp and probably fall over, um, and and head into a recession. That's a major concern, I think. He's gonna. I don't think he can get away without saying something because he's had some of his presidents out, including Loretta Mester and Esther George, have been out talking about those mortgage-backed securities. Like, hey, I'm thinking about what we might need to do with those, and they and and so that conversation will happen at the Fed this week. As you listen to the FO, to the chairman's press conference Wednesday. I encourage you to listen for those particular questions. I can't imagine he won't get asked about the mortgage-backed securities. Listen for that, and we will have to end up talking about talking about that. But there's no question in my mind that the the, the Fed's going to come out pretty hawkish, and more stories like this guy, you know, saying don't don't raise them too high, don't hurt us too much. Uh, those are going to raise to a in a crescendo over the next few weeks. We'll talk to you in two weeks here on the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Hey, if you're like most people, you're feeling like the wealth you've built is under attack. Hi, I'm Matt Tram with Tram Law Firm, and I'm a lifelong Patriot listener and Hillsdale College graduate. My greatest passion is helping my clients achieve peace of mind when it comes to all of their estate planning matters. My clients do not want their assets and families exposed to lengthy court procedures, public scrutiny, and unnecessary costs and taxes when they pass away. If you, too, are interested in legally protecting your family, please join me for a complimentary informational webinar that you can watch from the comfort of your own home. On this webinar, you'll learn how to solve these issues and even protect your children from their own divorces, substance abuse, and other damaging legal issues. Register online at tramlawfirm.com. That's T as in Tom, R-A-double-M as in Mary. That's tramlawfirm.com. Or give us a call at 651-967-4151. From one Patriot listener to another, I look forward to speaking with you soon. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-457-9220. 800-457-9220. That's 800-457-9220. Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No No wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. 
If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Your exclusive twin Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.